0: The Sydney World Pride 2023 is starting soon and this year with a very special program, the First Nations gathering space, Mahri Badung Wood One of the performances also is Chase, a unique combination of experimental theater and art house cinema. And I'm joined by two Indigenous artists, dancer and choreographer Kali Shepherd, and writer, director, and performer Kamara Bellwix. The Lilitha Reviews describe them as pure geniuses and two of the most exciting talents that we currently have in Australian theatre. And they are joining us on NITV Radio. Kali and Kamara, thank you, and welcome to NITV Radio. Thank you so much. Thanks. Can I please ask you if you can tell us a little bit more about yourselves?
1: My name is Carly Shepherd, and I am descended from the Tagalaka people of North Queensland. Um, And I grew up in Naam, Melbourne. And I am a, yeah, I'm trained in dance and I'm sort of an experimental theatrical performer and artist. Yeah. And I work across various disciplines.
2: My name is Kamara bell I'm a Yagara bachelor woman from southeast Queensland, living and working down here in Naam and Kulin country. I just like to call myself a theatre maker to cover all of the yes, roles okay. that we do. Um, and Carly and I uh, have our own theatre collective called A Daylight
0: Connection. Mm. Thank you so much. And now who is Chase? Chase.
1: Chase is. <laughs> Good question. um chase is a character that i came up with years ago it was probably around 2012 2011 2012 um and i it was just a party trick sort of in the backyard i would just put on this sort of bogan character and um she she sort of started developing through these like stupid things that I would, like, put on performances for my friends and, like, they would um, ask her questions and she'd answer. And so this character started getting developed and I realised that she was a really great tool to use as a performative way of exploring the sort of um, complex intersections of race and class uh, for black fellas and and stereotypes as well um, in Australia. So that's how Chase kind of began and it's comedy, it's definitely comedy, like it's sort of satire and, and dark humour and um, I really can use her in this way of um, tackling and exploring really taboo subjects over the years and um, making people laugh and it very very much has been spoken about as like, you know, Chase is kind of like a reflection or a mirror a way for a way for us to kind of look at ourselves
2: and not just blackfathers I would say yeah, uh, all blindly. all of Australia and in fact the world, yeah. and she's kind of one of the many people that have fallen through the cracks and I mean a bit of a train wreck in yes. but you know it's like the kind of thing that you can't look away from mm-hmm. and that she absolutely can say things and do things that um, are absolutely repelling but also completely endearing and disarming and that is, yeah, as Carly said, a a real reflection of the the, the society, I suppose, in all the different ways that it merges. And I I think the thing that I really, what excited me about Chase and I think it's quite a rare thing to see particularly in theatre in Australia is a character develop and take on new experiences and actually evolve and that their positionality and their perspectives on their experience and identity kind of change. Mm. And, you know, like I I think there's a genius about Chase that she's completely unaware of as well, which is also why she is such a kind of effective, powerful, um, as Carly said, vehicle for really really taking things too far is what we like to do. We like yeah. to take things way too far,
1: yes, and, yeah. but make sure that it's always anchored and that's that's yeah. what chase is really great at. We can go into the cosmos of uncomfortability, but still be anchored um, on the ground and in a, a really safe way and so 100%. and that's that is I think what Kamara and i that's sort of our our MO as far as how we work together creatively across all of the works that we're making is that ability to push as far as we can while um, maintaining its anchorage in like safety. Mm. So, um, and and respect, yeah. So that's Chase. That's Chase. <laughs> and so Chase, um, this iteration of Chase, so as I said, I've like kind of worked on her over the years and like Kamara said, she's, had, she's kind of living a parallel life to me. It's a really strange thing. Mm just to have this sort of character that I can, you know, inhabit. And, you know, when I get a new opportunity to sort of come up with a new work for her or a new space for her to exist in and perform that, she she evolves into that new space um, and into that new story. And so that's something that's quite interesting and uh, and compelling for me as an artist to do. And To be able to um, collaborate with Kamara on this is just like the dream because I'm able to, I don't know, there's just a synergy in how we're able to bring these ideas to life and talk about things. So this time around with Chase, it's less about um, the Australian context of colonialism and assimilation and identity
2: politics. politics.
1: Um, And it's more about um, the emergency or like, um, yeah, like extinction events and like our looming...
2: And it's, it's, it's an existential crisis, yes, essentially. Yes, uh, also, a humanity. complete psychological breakdown that happens on stage, but at the same time, uh, a complete transformation yes. and almost resurrection yes. and chase is representing the collective she's the last woman person on earth yeah. and she's holding the party to end the world and she's just kind of sorting through the rubble of western capitalism and the last 200 years and we've only really taken our current position in the world yeah. maybe 20 years yes. further like we yes. you know we and we haven't pushed it forth but the great thing about it is the show's heaps of fun It's really, really heavy, but really, really stupid. It's
1: about like so this um kind of extreme isolation and loneliness while being completely inundated with information. It's kind of about processing which
2: which came from the lockdowns, wasn't it? Like we really the the lockdowns had a massive effect on us. Processing
1: mortality collective mortality and and Chase's sort of representational of how we create meaning. And mm. how we create ritual, and how we create yeah the stories that we have told ourselves over time that tell mm. us who we are and why we are. Hundred percent. And how and she's processing all of that and trying to merge and transmute it. Transmute yeah. all of those. She's stories. alone. She's alone. She's yeah. alone, and she's having
0: a party. Yeah. 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 You pretty much answered a lot of my questions, right. but uh, in the program descriptions it says meet Chase, and you might see yourself. Yeah. In what way do you mean that?
1: Well, in in a, multiple ways. So mm-hmm. mostly that that's what Chase does. Just in general, it's what she's always done. She's put a mirror up, as we said before. In this in this particular iteration, it's the the fact of the fear, the unspoken fear of our own extinction, <laughs> an existential crisis of of humanity on our planet at the moment and so it's it's kind of looking at these things and staring at ourselves
2: and in a more micro way, I would say that what we really do in the work is that we kind of really exploit pop culture tropes yep. and modern society tropes as well as yep. psychological um, mind states and the human condition that we know exists today because mm. of the state of the world but we really, break them down into a funny kind of way as I would say the greats of like Monty Python yes, and, yeah. have done before yeah. and so really our fodder is the human condition of modern society and so yes. you can't come and watch this show without it seeming super familiar yes. but also something that you've never experienced before yes. because this show makes you feel things and most of our audiences walked out in Melbourne going what the hell was that like sure. and crying and laughing yeah. and that they and not being able to describe the show but describe the feelings that they had yeah. and and that's the thing that we're trying to do with theater and that's what the live performance form is yeah. for it's to feel something and and that's like kind of one of our main agendas as well yes. as well as just breaking form Pushing narrative, having heaps of fun, and doing it really, really well. We're all about the craft. That's our mo. And yeah. so we just tell everyone, like, it's a hell of a ride. Come see it; you will not regret it. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Like, yeah. it's my favorite show ever. I'll say that like wholeheartedly. And you know, a lot of people have said that to us. It's, it's like yeah, it's funny.
1: It's like yeah, it's for a great all show. Of the heavy, heavy, like um,
2: themes in
1: stuff. it. It's. Like you kind of don't really stop laughing. I, or like, yeah. Until I, you're
2: crying. Until you're, until cry. you're crying. <laughs> yeah. And they happen quite quickly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow, cool. that sounds amazing. And-, and and the other element to just add on to it
2: is the AV is another element that mm. Carly was like, I want to do a use AV, and it was the first time that we'd kind of really deeply collaborated together. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, because you know, Chase was kind of my f- first show outside of a community or prison context, and so I haven't really worked with tech before, but I was like, yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. And we didn't ha- even have a show at this point. Carly <laughs> and I made the show. We wrote the script in three days, like, yeah. and we just, we channeled Source, like, and there, it was actually one of the most amazing experiences I've ever been involved with. And then four weeks later we had a show. Carly had COVID for a week in between it. <laughs> but my, I guess my point is that... um I can't remember my um, what my point was. AV, saying? AV. Oh, the AV. We had a, we brought in two amazing artists to do the AV, mm. and even without Carly on stage, who by the way gives one of the most phenomenal performances. She's out there for seventy minutes on her own, playing multiple characters, and just like it's incredible to watch, and it's a real ceremony. The performance itself. Um, but the AV, it just brings this other element that without Carly you could literally just watch the AV and still be like you, yeah, you're in an like installation a, yeah. piece because the yes. set is really epic. It's The show is like it's a pretty um, yes. overstimulus kind of yes. deal. Like it's yes. a lot, but it's also really great. Yeah. And I think the best way I can describe it is the crazier shit gets, the more sense it
0: makes. Yeah,
1: that is that is exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> like like.
0: Uh, my question was, who is this performance for? But listening to, you, I am probably going to ask, who is it not for?
1: Um, oh, that's a very good question. Um, oh, I think. Well, th- actually, I've spoken to a few people about this. You know, it's you know, some people will, some people just just didn't it didn't go with their thing because they are more into um, sort of traditional theatre, and some people would just thought that they. They didn't understand it. They never experienced anything like it. But they were like, "We want. I want more of this." So it's sort of the kind of thing where you don't know until you see it. And we've sort of made it for
2: everyone. We we made it
1: for everyone, but we made it for mob, like, and we made it for we made it for you know no you
2: know I made it for I made it for myself to be honest. Like, and I will say though that surprisingly, because I sort of thought the same. Like, in fact, people keep telling us, "Oh, this is a niche." type of form oh it's too much this is not people haven't seen this type of work before and that's why we're doing it because we're trying to push everything like I said before but we took it up to Aubrey Bodonga, and their it. their predominant audience is like old white people old rich white people yeah and they came and saw the show just because they go to every show and you know what they were mo- one of the most incredible audiences yeah. sobbing and because they get it. They get the existential crisis. And so, and then we've had other mob like Black that just like, they still, we see them, they quote the lines of the show more than we do. Yes. And we're like, all right, enough. You're, kill, you're killing it. Yeah, they,
1: they quote, <laughs> we have made a monster. Like, whenever we see Black followers have seen the show, they quote the show back to us constantly. Which is, yeah, great. We've got to get some shirts <laughs> yes, made up. Yes, we do. There are a lot of one liners and catchphrases in yeah. this show. It's cool
0: amazing how did you two actually meet and decided to work on this show
2: when did we meet uh I so Carly and I both part of obviously the the Melbourne um kind of theater arts sector but I was around kind of before Carly was here and then I took off up to the Northern Territory when I came back I was oh who's this Carly Shepherd (laughs) and then um She acted in one of a a show that I wrote for Old Theatre called Northwest of Nowhere. Um, And as soon as I saw her, and Carly had only danced, like had been I studied
1: at Nasda. So while Kamara was kind of down here, I was up at Nasda and then I came back to Frankston to have a baby and um, then I went back to study again. So I spent a lot of time studying dance and trying to figure out what my sort of practice would be. Um, You know, I was a little baby trying to be an artist and... And then, yeah, like a couple of years later. Northwestern Nowhere was Northwestern-Owea. like your first
2: acting gig, though, right? It
1: was my first acting yeah, gig. Yeah. And Correct. it
2: was the first time I saw Carly yeah. on the floor and it was just in a rehearsal. And I was like, whoa. And then I, you know, we'd been getting to know each other over the last few years, but I've always, then I saw Carly perform Chase. Crack, uh, crackers and Crackers dip.
1: and Dip with Chase and Toei. Yeah, so was... which
2: was an earlier iteration of yeah. Chase. And I was yeah, like, wow, ours. like I want to get, I didn't even say I want to get in the room with Carly. I said I want to get in the room with Chase. <laughs> That's what I said to her after the show. But
1: in order to get in the room with Chase, she had to be in the room with me. So.
2: <laughs> but the other thing is we also do have a family connection from up Queensland way. We are both Murrays and, you know, we haven't quite worked out the specifics of the connections. And there's a few different connections that we've got through the fishes and stuff, but we we decided that A Daylight Connection was the best yes. name for our theatre collective. Yeah, yeah. So we're actually, like, we're mob as yes. well, we're related. Yeah. Um, but she's one of the most talented, incredible artists that I've ever come across and we also, we just, we vibe yeah, together. Yeah, we do. Like,
1: yeah. we, we fucking, and this is, oh, sorry, sorry. This <laughs> is like, this is just, it's a dream because we both are obsessed with each other's work mm. and with how each other works. Yeah. And we just love Watching each other's process, we love being a part of each other's process. It's, it's, um, and
2: we, we make better work, like together. we make better work together, yeah, you know, which cool. is pretty rare. And that yeah. there's no there's no ego, and like what you said, Carly, the day of the problem we, we never say no to each other, yeah, we
1: don't say no to so each other. So that's
2: how we end up yeah. out on the cliff,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no one says no, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but in, in good ways, good yeah. ways. In all yeah. the right ways. I love it, and this performance is part of the Sydney World Pride. What does this mean to you?
1: Well, this like I'm um, a part of the queer community, and Chase has always been sort of
2: she's sexually al- ambiguous.
1: Well, yeah, she's she's um well, I guess gender ambiguous. Like yeah. she's never really like I've always called her she, but she's uh she's sort of a an anything. Mm. Um, she's always kind of been you haven't been able to profile her yeah. in so many ways. Um, and like sexually profile her and um, racially racially, gender. She sort of is, is very amorphous and nebulous in that way, which is like extremely queer. And um, Mm. so I feel like she really, really fits as, as a, a queer spokesperson who is like, you know, a very problematic queer spokesperson, but she is, that's, that's what she
2: is in a strange roundabout way. Um, So And I think the thing, you know, Pride and the whole queer community is about pushing the boundaries and pushing the form and taking things beyond where they've been together. And, you know, just the colors and the vibrancy and the psychedelics and the visceralness of what I think this festival is going to be like chase this. Production of chases right yeah. up that alley as yeah. well. So, but it's also just so epic. Like I think we're so excited to be part of such a huge monumental thing. Yes. And to be there with all the mob at carriage works and big shout out to Ben Gratz and yes. you know, all Erica, the team. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. Yeah. Like, and we just want to like come kick it with all the crew in Sydney. Yeah, man. we're
1: excited. With six
2: thirty every night there, Carriage Works will be there and then we'll be dancing in the foyer afterwards. Yes. That'll be the real show.
1: Yes. <laughs> sure of it. Sure of it.
0: And what? What? What's next? So Chase will be in Kerchurags from February twenty sixth to twenty eighth. And what then? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, we got a bunch of stuff
2: going on. So we're doing a work in Boy Festival down here in Nam um, in May, called the Nighttime Travesty. That's going to be a big Spiegel Tent show. Mm-hmm. That's going to go off. Yeah. And, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have singular projects we both had before we created a collective that we're roping sort of into the collective and we'll be working on them throughout the year. And one of them includes, well, there's our singular ones and then the one that we're making
2: together um, is, uh, for for Yurin Boy specifically, is called A Nighttime Travesty. Yeah. And then watch this space. We're going to come out with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, we're really making moves over the next couple of years. so.
0: It's exciting. It's exciting. It's very exciting. Well, Carly and Gamara, thank you so much for taking your time and talking to us on NITV Radio. Thank you so much
1: for having us.
0: Thank you.